All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. <laughs> Toby got it. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. You know what? Let me go. I'll check Toby's bed. Um, NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice and you're like, who's this lady? I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LL. See a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your uh, business paperwork together. So things like making sure you have your articles of of incorporation, getting your EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, making sure you have contract templates for partners and clients, brand protection strategies so people don't steal your business ideas, and hiring and training strategies so you don't get sued for discrimination, okay? I help you do all of these things if you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do them. I'm very happy that you asked. Uh, I am a licensed attorney. I have been one for 15 years and counting. <laughs> Thank you. Join the craft room. Um, I have had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school. But uh, a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it, okay? So that's why I'm here. So if you are in the startup phase of your business and you are looking for some legal guidance. Uh, I'm here for you, okay? Um, I want you to connect with me so we can get you together, all right? How are you going to do that? Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. That is the only link in my bio on Instagram. It's all over my page on Facebook. It's in my Twitter bio. I don't have a TikTok. Nope, never will. I I do not plan on it. Don't ask me. Um, Yeah. But at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can book yourself a free 15 minute consultation if you are a first time client. Uh, if you're not a first time client, you can book a talk to me Tuesday session where you can get 25 minutes for $25. Um, <coughs> ooh. <coughs> ooh, excuse me. I ain't got COVID guys, I promise. Uh, Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is also where you can download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Um, that's Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is where you can also get my digital products like my eBooks and my video trainings. This month we've been focusing on nonprofit. So, um, if you're thinking about starting a nonprofit organization, you're going to want to pick up the nonprofit entities ebook. It is only $9 and 97 cents at linktree forward slash npl <coughs> excuse me consulting firm Ooh, let me get a sip of water mm. but yeah linktree forward slash npl consulting firm is also where you can subscribe to the youtube channel and the podcast because you're not going to be able to make every show um so uh, you can catch up at your leisure on the youtube channel and the podcast i be- i i'm pretty sure i've got uh, like about 500 videos on the YouTube channel at this point. I'm kind of considering maybe putting some stuff behind a paywall. I don't know yet, but anyway. Um, anyway, but, uh, yeah, Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is where you guys can connect with me. I can't wait to hear from you. You guys have really been, you know, in the DMs and I appreciate it. All right. Um, 
So now that we have gone through the, uh, you know, the business housekeeping, let's get to the show housekeeping, just in case we have somebody who's watching now or later who doesn't understand what's going on. This is how the show works. So I pull um, stories from the news, stories from blog sites, Hello Leaks Dope, stories that you guys sent to me. Actually, most of today's stories were provided to us by... Um, Grim K76, um, and I pull the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners, and we talk about them, okay? So this is a chance for you to get involved. This is a chance for you to ask your questions and give your comments as long as they are respectful, okay? Um, I will also be asking you to give me some emojis, to give me some letters, and put things in the boxes. So uh, keep your hands ready. Unless you're driving, keep your hands at 10 and 2, please. I will not be responsible for any vehicular accidents. All right, but yeah, so that is how the show works. Uh, so we are going to get started right now. Um, before we get into the stories, I want to remind you guys we have been um, talking about nonprofit organizations this entire month during our NPL Nuggets section. Okay, um, and the, what I wanted to tell you guys today is that you are going to be getting a lot of donation soliciting um in this season it is giving season it's thanksgiving it's christmas people are going to be saying hey do you want to donate this and that right but if you are you know making particularly large donations you want to make sure that you are donating to appropriately um licensed organizations so that you can get your tax benefits okay so if you want to make sure that you know everybody's legit go to yes giving tuesday go to um Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and make sure that you pick up the nonprofit entities ebook. All right. Okay. Now we can move on to our stories. Uh, first story of the night. Um, if you have ever eaten at Dairy Queen, if you have ever eaten at Dairy Queen, uh, please give me an ice cream emoji. I am obsessed with ice cream. I love ice cream. I will eat it in the dead middle of winter, but I've never been to a Dairy Queen. Um, yeah, but if you've ever had Dairy Queen, give me an ice cream emoji. <clears throat> Thank you, Join the Craft Room. Now, even if you haven't had uh, Dairy Queen, you've probably seen their commercials, and you know that they have a signature product. Join the Craft Room. Can you tell me what Dairy, what Dairy Queen's signature product is? Can you tell me what Dairy Queen's signature product is? Like, when you say, you, I'm going to Dairy Queen because they have the, what is it? Do you know what I'm talking about? Hmm, Brit Brit. Yes, blizzards, absolutely. You know your Dairy Queen, okay? All right, so Dairy Queen has their blizzards. It's their signature dessert. Um... Uh, it's their signature dessert and it's like ice cream and they mix in all sorts of toppings like Oreo cookies or Snickers or whatever, right? Um, well, Dairy Queen, and, and of course they have it trademarked. Uh, Dairy Queen does have Blizzard's trademark for that dessert and they're protective of the name as they should be. But, um, in this story here, I want to get you guys' opinion. So, um, if you, uh, if you have heard of W.B. Mason, if you have heard of W.B. Mason, give me some type of mustache emoji. If there is one, I don't know if there is one, I've never tried. But if you've heard of W.B. Mason, 
give me a mustache emoji. And for those of you that don't know, WB Mason is um, like it, somewhere an office supply, um, an office supply company. You order, you know, your copy, your paper, your whatever you need for your office from WB Mason. Okay. Um, along with office supplies, WB Mason also sells water. Now, um, that's not, that's not far-fetched from an office supply store because I've never been to any office that doesn't have water, right? You're, you're, the people working in the office need water. So WB Mason does have their own brand of water. And they have named that brand of water Blizzard. Um, and they're, you know, trying to get it trademarked. So they have submitted a trademark application for their Blizzard water, which has actually been around for a few years. They've, they submitted an application to trademark their Blizzard water. And Dairy Queen is saying, hold up, no, we don't like that. They're saying that there is a possibility that there could be some association between Dairy Queen's Blizzard ice cream desserts and W.B. Mason's Blizzard water. So I wanted to know from you guys as a sophisticated audience, do you think that uh, Dairy Queen, are they just defend, zealously defending their trademark or are they doing a little bit too much here? Is there a possibility that Dairy Queen's ice cream dessert um, and W.B. Mason's water that they have named Blizzard, is there a possibility that there could be some type of association between the two? Also keep in mind, Dairy Queen sells water as well. Um, so I want to know from you guys, what do you think? Is Dairy Queen doing too much or are they just defending their mark? <clears throat> Join the craft room. Can you please elaborate on that no? Or uh, what is the no in, in reference to? Kells Butter said it's two different products. Right. Um, okay, but, but, and this is just me being devil's advocate, is it is the fact that they both are things that you know people ingest? Uh, one being a dessert, one being a drink. Does that maybe cause a little bit more confusion? Um, join the craft room said we won't confuse water for ice cream. Girl, who you telling? Okay. Yes. So, uh, um, yeah. So I think that Dairy Queen is doing just a little bit too much in this um, situation. I don't think people are going to mistake W.B. Mason's Blizzard water for Dairy Queen's, you know, I'm sure very tasty ice cream Blizzard dessert. Um, but, you know, I don't know. Maybe a judge will, will think differently. Join the craft room said, no confusion unless the water is ice cream flavored. <laughs> uh, very true, okay? You, you can order, like, whatever type of Blizzard you want. You can't really order water, unless it's like a different brand. <laughs> All right. Okay. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Moving on to our next story of the evening. Hey, Sincere39. Um, did any of you guys see the film American Skin? Did any of you see the film American Skin? It was produced by, uh, hold on. Before we move on to that, Kells Butter has a, a comment. Kells Butter said, yeah, but if you don't know the signature, the signature dessert at Dairy Queen, you wouldn't know about the name Blizzard. That's true. K 
Kells butter, but it, but they're also two different products, you know? Um, okay. We're moving on to our next story. So, um, American Skin, it was a movie that came out in 2019. It was produced by Spike Lee and Nate Parker. Um, the premise of the movie, um, is that, uh, a military, a military veteran father, um, he loses his son. His son is killed by a police officer during, um, a routine traffic stop. And the movie is about him, you know, trying to find justice for his son. Um, so Spike Lee and Nate Parker have been sued by two, um, screenwriters. Uh, I had their names, but like I told you guys, I, I cannot find the notebook where I wrote everything down. So I don't have their names in front of me, but these two screenwriters, they wrote, they wrote a movie, um, in 2016 that was called a routine stop. Right. And it was essentially the same premise as American skin. And the two writers, they, they shopped it around to different Hollywood executives. So they were going around to different places and saying, Hey, we have this movie. Do you want to help us produce it? Um, and nobody really, nobody bit. Um, but you know, a lot of people saw it. Um, it, it also showed at a film festival. It didn't win anything, but it was, is it? Yeah. Uh, but it was in there. Um, yeah. So, so anyway, um, these two, these two screenwriters, they have their, their, uh, production, a routine stop that they wrote. And then Spike Lee and Nate Parker come out with American skin in 2019. And they are saying that, uh, Spike Lee and Nate Parker are guilty of copyright infringement. Uh, and, uh, you know, that they took it from their play. Now, movies that portray, you know, or discuss or investigate, um, the justice system and how it affects people of color, that is not a new concept. Uh, they're saying that, you know, characters were copied, um, plots were copied, things like that. Um, excuse me. So what would we need to know? What are some of the things that they might need to show that they have a genuine copyright that might have been violated? What would they need? Um, and while you do that, um, also keep in mind, this is not the first time Nate Parker has been accused of, um, stealing ideas. There's a woman, I actually met her some years ago. She has, a um, um, she has a, a streaming service called Qualey TV where they, uh, provide access to, um, all sorts of media produced by black creators. Oh my gosh. Hold on. What happened? Um, and apparently he got in contact with her. Um, and from what she's saying, you know, she thought they were going to, hello, Camille. She thought they were going to work together, but then he, uh, you know, she sees later that he came out with his own, um, his own streaming service later. So I want to know from you guys, uh, if, if, whether or not you have seen the movie American Skin, um, what would these two screenwriters need to prove or show from their screenplay a routine stop? What would even give them the right to come to the court and say, hey, 
Oh, thanks, Camille. Thanks for stopping by. You are always welcome, my dear. Um, what would they need to say or, or show to go to the court and say, hey, we, we can even come here and ask for you to look at this? What do they need to have? I said the word a couple times, right? Right, exactly. Thank you. Copyright confirmation. They would need to show that, you know, th um, this screenplay, it exists, that they wrote it. The easiest way to do that is to have your copyright already in place. When you guys are creating, you want to make sure to protect your work early. Because if you protect it early, particularly in copyrights, right? If you have your copyright early, um, if there's ever an infringement situation, you are presumed to be the owner of the work because you went through the trouble of, uh, of, you know, getting that copyright. Okay. Yes. So they would need to show a cop, a copyright. Now we don't know if Spike Lee or Nate Parker ever came across this screenplay. That is something that, um, you know, if this goes forward is going to have to be examined, uh, Hold on, let me, we have a comment here. Kels Butter said, I haven't seen the movie, but knowing the type of movies Spike Lee produces, it would be hard to believe he would even be a part of something like this. Very true. Well, um, you know, Spike Lee, one thing you, you can say about him is he, he takes, he has a lot of integrity in his work. Um, and I've never known him to be accused of any type of plagiarism or copyright infringement or anything, right? But that doesn't mean that he's above it. Hello, Margaret. Um, or it, it may have happened by accident. Again, this was a collaboration. There's a lot of pieces moving, right? Um, I'm sure that Spike Lee doesn't have, um, at this point in his career, isn't reading all the paperwork. He has people that he hires to do that. Um, so we will just have to wait and see what happens, uh, between, uh, Spike Lee and Nate Parker and these screenwriters. Hopefully they can come to some kind of, you know, amicable resolution. All right. So before we move on to our next stories, we had a couple people pop in. I want to say hello, hello, hello. Uh, you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using uh, pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business and you're looking for some legal guidance, I'm your girl. I have a passion for helping entrepreneurs achieve their dreams. Hello, Canna Cape Cod, D.C. Um, so link with me, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. That is the only link in my bio on Instagram and it's all over my page on Facebook, uh, and connect with me today so that we can get your beautiful business idea off the ground. Okay. All right. Moving on, moving on one, two Polaris Nescape. What time is it y'all? Did I press record? Okay, good. We've got plenty of time. Um, so our next story, this is kind of a shoe is on the other foot situation. Um, we, I've been doing this show for a while. And aside from the Kardashian family, there is one company that, sh that uh, makes an appearance on this show at least monthly. At least monthly. Can any of you longtime watchers, do you know what company I'm talking about? There's one company that at least monthly is on this show accusing somebody of trademark infringement, no matter how outlandish uh, the accusation. Yes, Sincere39, very good. Ding, ding, ding. 
Five stars for you, okay? Monster Energy Drink. Monster Energy Drink is known in these trademark streets as um, a trademark bully. If you even think about using the letter M in your uh, trademark, your logo, they are ready to file a, um, at the, down at the courthouse. I really believe they, they just have an attorney standing there with the paperwork, you know, just ready to fill in some boxes and file it in the box. Yes, very good, Margaret Monster. Um, but, uh, so, but, so Monster is usually the company doing the accusing of infringement. But in this case, Monster themselves are being accused of, of trademark infringement. Um, there is a company called Polaris. They are an ATV company. ATV stands for all-terrain vehicle. If you have ever ridden an ATV, give me some type of vehicle emoji in the um, comment box, please. Okay? If you've ever driven an ATV. So Polaris, they're like, they're essentially a car company. But they make specifically ATVs. Um, and... You know, the ATVs are called Polaris. Well, Monster is coming out with um, a new type of drink. It's a different type of energy drink from their normal one that they want to call Polaris. And the ATV company is accusing Monster of trademark infringement. Now, we have accused Monster Energy Drink of trademark bullying so many times before and of reaching, right? But I want to know from you guys, do you think that this is kind of monster getting a taste of their own medicine? Is Polaris reaching, or are they just zealously defending their mark? They're basically saying, hey, we make these vehicles that you drive, monster makes energy drinks, and we don't want monster naming their energy drink after our um, vehicles. Uh, Sincere39 said, Monster should have known better. Kelsbutter said, yep, join the craft room, said it's karma for Monster. Okay, yeah, because this is, um, uh, join the craft room, said Polaris is reaching. I totally feel that, too. I, I think that Polaris is doing a little bit too much. <coughs> Margaret said, yes, they're defending. You, you, are, are you on Pol Polaris's side, Margaret? Um, I, I, I think Polaris is doing... Since the internet said, yes, everyone knows Polaris. They do? I I do. I had no idea Polaris existed before I did this story. I've never ridden an ATV. Um, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Margaret is on um, Polaris's side. She said they're defending their name. Um, and so Sirius 39 said that everybody knows Polaris. I did not know them. Um, but, uh, yeah. You did? Okay. Um, join the craft room said different industry. Yes, this is what I was looking for, right? There can be two Polarises. It's two different industries. One is an energy drink and one is a vehicle. You guys are not in the same field, right? Just like we have Dove soap and we have Dove chocolate. If you can have the products with the same name, they are in different classes of goods, right? Um, since it's said hunters use them. Okay. Yeah. 
So I, I do think that Polaris is reaching here. Margaret doesn't agree. You know, that's cool, girl. We don't have to agree all the time. Reasonable people can differ. Uh, but I do think that this is very funny, uh, that Monster is essentially being trademark bullied. <laughs> okay. All right. And our last story of the evening. Oh, Austin Kells Butter. Our last story of the evening. Um, and this is in particular, uh, hold on. Since the has a question, he said, Dove and Dove isn't the same company. No, the company that makes the Dove beauty bars and the company that makes Dove chocolate, those are two different companies. They are not related to each other. They're not. And that is why we say, you know, they're in two classes of goods. One is soap. One is chocolate. They are two different industries, so they can both exist in the same universe. Okay? All right. Our last story. Um, Since 839, I think you may be the only gentleman in the audience this evening. Um, So I'm going to ask you, or, you know, ladies, you you may have purchased this for, you know, a, a lovely gentleman in your life. Um, have you ever heard of a company called Manscaped? If you have heard of a company called Manscaped, and in particular, a product they have called Weed Whacker, please give me an M in the comments. If you have heard of the company called Manscaped, give me an M in the comments. And if you have heard in particular... The product called the Weed Whacker. Give me a W in the comments. Okay, join the craft room knows what I'm talking about. Kel's Butter knows what I'm talking about. Sincere 39 knows what I'm talking about. Okay, all right. Okay, so you guys know what I'm talking about. Good. Um, so Manscaped, they specialize in men's grooming products. Shavers, you know, I don't know, butters, whatever, um, things like that. And they have... Uh, uh, join the craft who knows what the W is. They have a, a product called the Weed Whacker that is a, a nose and ear hair trimmer, right? It's one of their signature products. And of course, they have the name Weed Whacker trademarked for men's grooming products, right? Um, there is another company called Stylecraft. Uh, if you have heard of Stylecraft, give me an S in the comments. If you have heard of the company Stylecraft. Give me an S in the comments, okay? They they are another men's grooming company, and they have a product that they are attempting, well, not that they are attempting, that they have put out on the market, and they are trying to get trademarked. Um, They have a product called the Bushwhacker, and it is um, a, a men's personal shaver. So wherever you need to shave, you know, you've got your, your bush whacker. So Manscaped is suing Stylecraft, or at least opposing, opposing them, their, their application for their trademark for the bush whacker. Manscaped is like, we've already got the weed whacker here. It is, you know, um, a hair grooming device. And we think that if you allow Stylecraft to have their bush whacker out here, that there may be one confusion between the two products and two or two, there might be a false association between the companies. So I want to know from you guys, 
Do you think that this is a reasonable um, assumption by Manscaped? Are they um, are they just are they zealously defending their mark, or are they doing too much? What do you think? Manscaped has the product, the Weed Whacker. It trims your ears, your ear and your nose hair. Um, and then you've got Stylecraft's Bushwhacker, which is, I guess, something you can use all over your body. Is there a possibility of confusion, <clears throat> right, or a false association? What do you guys think? So is Manscaped doing too much, or are they just zealously defending their brand? You think they're doing too much? Since they're not, okay. Kells Butter said, yep, it's reasonable. Bushes and weeds are the same. Yeah, I kind of, I was, I'm on Manscaped's side in this. I think that, especially the fact that they're using Wacker, um, there could easily be some type of confusion. Um, Margaret said their defending can be confusing. So, um, Sincere39 doesn't seem, that's, I think that's interesting. Sincere39 being the lone gentleman in the group, and he's, he's like, there's no confusion. Uh, join the craft room said reasonable on this one because it's the same industry. Right. So all the ladies are, are saying, um, you know, that this is, this is too close for comfort. Since 39 says there are so many shaving products. So you're saying that because there is such, um, Hey Zephyrina, you're saying that because that there are, there are so many different types of shaving products that having a weed whacker and a bush whacker wouldn't cause confusion. Wouldn't that cause more confusion if there are so many shaving products out there, out there, since you're 39, <clears throat> let me know. Um, because I can see someone confusing the weed whacker and the bush whacker, like some, like, uh, Kells Butter said, bushes and weeds, you know, they, they, they can be considered similar, right? Well, since you're 39 said he doesn't think so. Okay, well, you know, you are entitled to your opinion reasonable minds can differ. I personally think that, uh, Manscaped is, you know, well within their rights to be, uh, upset at this, uh, attempt at trademarking. I think that there is a possibility of confusion between the weed whacker, um, trimmer and the bush whacker, you know, uh, shaver. Join the craft room said, it's the name. I would automatically think of Manscaped because of their creative product ma- names. Um, since the other night said it's basically a trimmer. Right. It, um, okay. So per the join the craft rooms, um, comment. Yes. Manscaped, you know, they they take a lot of care in naming their products. So they're going to be very, very particular about how other people in their industry name their products as well. Uh, since the 39 said, it's basically a trimmer. Absolutely. There's tons of trimmers out there, right? So that's why it's even more important to have a name that is distinctive. So Manscaped wants to make sure that they keep that distinction with their product line. Okay. Um, yeah. So, oh wow. That went longer than I thought it would. Okay. So yeah, those were the stories that I wanted to share with you guys tonight. Um, hold on. So Tip 39 said, I wouldn't buy it because of the name. Me- meaning the name wouldn't be what would make you purchase it, or you just wouldn't the per- you just wouldn't purchase the product, period. Sincere 39. Let me know. Um, while Sincere 39 elaborates on his comment, 
Um, we're going to start closing down for the night. I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me. Um, we are going to be back here tomorrow night with more stories. I promise that I will not lose my notebook tomorrow. <laughs> um, make sure that you are setting up your one-on-ones. Uh, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book them, uh, ASAP surely because you know, holiday times are coming and I will not be working around Christmas time. I'm going to be chilling. Okay. Um, <laughs> thanks doll. What else? Uh, make sure, uh, those of you, um, pick up the nonprofit entities ebook, y'all. It is giving time. People are asking for donations. Make sure that you are giving to reputable, um, organizations. Oh, thank you, Zephyrina. You're so sweet. Um, yeah, so I think that's all that I had for you, uh, today. If you have any questions, I can give you guys maybe 30 to 60 seconds to get them in and I will answer them. Um, if you have it on, uh, have questions on nonprofit organizations, on any of the stories that we covered tonight, we talked about Spike Lee and Nate Parker being sued for American Skin. We talked about Dairy Queen versus W.B. Mason. We talked about uh, Polaris ATV suing Monster Energy Drink. Uh, we talked about Manscaped, uh, their Weed Whacker versus Stylecraft's Bushwhacker. Um, yeah. So uh, what else? I don't think I have any other things for you guys. So we can shut down. We'll be back here tomorrow. Thanks, doll. We'll be back here tomorrow at 8 p.m. Um, if you find anything you want me to talk about, send it in the DMs. Send it in the DMs. Um, you know, I love when you send me stories. And I will see you tomorrow, okay? Bye. <laughs>